This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the one Bitcoin show. Today really is, it's November the 11th, 2019. Strong hand. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Long-term thinking. Five-digit realm. Relentless value your wealth in Bitcoin. Apex predator. Unique beast. Be one. And I'm offended by selling, of course. Hey, there's a new show here every day, even when the upload speeds are horrible. Um, wow, do I have a story for you? If you're in the chat right now, I see there's some guys in there right now. Just give me the confirmation that you can actually hear me and that this is actually coming through. Um First of all, new show every day. Check out uh, disruptmeister.com. You can watch This Week in Bitcoin was great on Friday uh, with David Bennett and uh, Leo Weiss. Uh, and I was going to do a show today. I taped the show already interviewing the great Bobby Lee. Oh, you know Bobby Lee, the brother of Charlie Lee, but Bobby Lee, he's run exchanges in China. He's big in the crypto. He's got this ballet wallet that is controversial, this hardware wallet. And I interviewed him and I, my upload speeds in Australia are non-existent. So I even split the show in two. I, could, I can't upload a thing. That was going to be today's show. That's what I, I recorded the show just a few hours ago. So got to do this show now. Just pull this show out of my backside. And uh, hey, that's in motion, dude. That is conviction. That is part of my system. A new show every day. So if you've got any questions out there, and if you're awake at this hour for some reason in the United States and not celebrating Veterans Day or whatever people, people took off from the internet today, ask a question. I'm here to answer your questions. Type in Bitcoin Meister. But uh yeah, so look forward to the Bobby Lee interview, splitting the two, which will be uh, in Adelaide, Australia. I don't, I don't know what the heck is going on here. Uh, but hey, this show is obviously, uh, I, I, from what I can tell from the people talking there, yeah, all right, they, they're hearing me, so that's uh, good. Now, uh, one thing that I, uh, I was thinking about that I, I love that this show has got me in touch with so many Bitcoin people all around the world. And it's I can be up at any hour in any country and someone is either trying to contact me or I'm in the middle of contacting someone else. It, it's a nonstop world, this cryptocurrency world. When, you, when, you, when you're fully into it, it takes no time off. Bitcoin takes no time off. There are people, there are no limits to it in terms of borders. And I got people DMing me at three o'clock in the morning, 3.30. We're trying to plan the This Week in Bitcoin show. By the way, it'll be that Venezuelan-centric This Week in Bitcoin on Friday. Uh, I'm going to take that soon. I'm trying to, I was trying to plan the Bobby Lee thing. He, he was in China. And it, it's just so, it's really unbelievable when you're living it. When you're living it like I am in the middle, you could be anywhere in the world. You got to get time zones coordinated with people. It is a constant. It is nonstop. They used to say New York City was the city that doesn't sleep. Uh, this is the field that does not sleep. This is 
that it just it never ends and is is constantly open. And I just I was thinking about that last night when I was trying to plan the Bobby Lee interview, but it was very last minute that we finally got everything together. And yeah, I think some of you who are in this can uh, can vouch for what I'm saying. Like you'll you'll get emails at at one in the morning, five in the morning, and <laughs> there'll be someone urgent because the people the person will think you're awake, uh, but you're not awake. <laughs> So speaking of, uh, oh, in motion to this shirt that I'm wearing here. Uh, all right. We hear you, says Roman Q. Roman Q, do you see me, though? That's really kind of the, uh, uh, but sort of important. I mean, it's it's unbelievable, this algorithm. That's, that's another thing I, I got to say about this. Um, and just, I, I don't know what to say about YouTube these days. And it's really disappointing that the upload thing is messed up because I'm not going to be able to upload the podcast version of uh, Bobby Lee either until things thick. Uh, I, I assume you can see. So the shirt, you can get this shirt now. There's a discount on shirts like this at Bitcoin to the Moon. Bitcoin to the Moon.com. Check it out. It is linked to below. He's in motion. I saw him in person. And. Um, he, uh, he says, get 25% off all Bitcoin to the moon merchandise as worn by crypto YouTubers, uh, Bitcoin Meister uh, and Brian, UK Bitcoin Master. And I actually linked to a picture he took of me, which isn't the best picture in the world. Uh, it was my hair. It was just washed. Anyway, Morty25. Morty25 is the discount code. I hope you're playing this uh, at 2X. People, now we're getting into the nitty-gritty of this show here when I'm talking about J.W. Weatherman's son. What is this? What, what are you talking about, Adam? He, he Overview of Yeti Bitcoin storage. Yeti is currently pre-alpha. This means that not only is the code not well-tested, but it isn't even functional yet. We would love help testing and code review and hope to have something usable and reasonably trustworthy within a few weeks. Yeti is a script that installs Bitcoin Core and then walks the user through setup of cold storage solution that has the following advantage. Now, okay, people, you wanted other cold storage solutions. This one's being done by a teenager <laughs> that is the son of uh, JW. It seems it's pre-alpha, or is, is that what he called it, pre-alpha? What did I just call this? Uh, well, anyway, it's it's be very careful. He wants your feedback. I say, hey, hey, you're in motion. Your kid is creative. It uses uh, the following advantage. Okay, following advantages here. Yeah, it's pre-alpha. A couple laptops and a couple thumb drives. Okay, if you really want to experiment, go to yetycold.com or check out the link where that I just read. JW is spreading the word about it. And actually, Matt Odell retweeted that. Uh, you know, be, help him out there, I guess. Uh, it, it's pre-alpha. So, but a lot of you guys love, you want to hear something that storage, uh, trace bear type of stuff. Well, there you go. And Roman Q says, crazy snowstorm up in Canada. Ouch. I understand why you don't travel to cold places in the winter. Thank you. Found out like that. And by the way, me uh, talking about YouTube, and, and I, I do want to stress again, the, the upload issue is, is not YouTube. It is the, uh, it's, 
it's uh, the, the service provider here in, in Adelaide. And you, you hear my voice, I'm no fan of YouTube, but this is the way we do it. I am not gonna complain, I'm gonna compete. I'm doing a new show every single day, no matter what YouTube is trying to promote these days, no matter what their algorithm is all about these days, um, no matter who they're banning, it, I, I, they give me this, this is good enough. This is good enough for now. This is the place. Um, it is, it is been spread. I've been spreading the word here for quite some time. I do not agree with everything they're doing whatsoever. It's the best option that's out there now. Compete. Don't complain. I'm just, I'm laying it all out there for you. And I am still new show on this freaking whatever you think about this platform every single day, no matter what the situation. So pound that like button. And I hope you all have that sort of conviction in life and that sort of system where you can just go about something. You got, you got the system every single day. It's just, and it's helping you out because no matter what the heck, no matter who the heck sees this video at whatever time of day they choose to, um, it is, it is being very productive and being productive is key it's great in life. Be a producer, be a 20 percenter. And hey, if you're producing right now and you want to support the show, retweet this on Twitter. Twitter is better than YouTube. I prefer Twitter to YouTube. I wish I could upload big videos directly to YouTube. You can do little two-minute videos. Um, but, but retweet this on, on YouTube if you're on, YouTube, I, on Twitter right now, this second. I am TechBalt on there. Follow me there, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. The, the Twitter side of this operation uh has been going very well for for quite some time now and so let's jump on that even more i, I there was a few months ago i was really trying to stress that and i'm going to try to stress that even more right now the, the twitter I, I i tweet out stuff all day long other people's stuff you'll learn so much if you use twitter the a pathway to use it the right way and learn and really get a sense of uh uh, of the space and learn so and, and just improve yourself and be a more productive Bitcoiner. Strong hand, just keep on holding on, people. And, and you, you, with the stuff that I share, you're not going to get distracted by FUD and and crazy price predictions and price uh, just uh, clickbait nonsense. Uh, yeah, and this Bobby Lee interview that I did, it is it's good. It's I really I really enjoy my time talking. He's a, he's a great guest. He really is. Uh, here is a tweet from some woman named. Uh, no wait, no 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 no. This is something else. Excuse me. I don't know if this is a woman or a man. There's an article titled "Bitcoin: The First Successful Applica Application of Blockchain Technology" on Xinhua Daily News a newspaper owned by the communist uh, committee that's in China. First time Bitcoin got such a positive exposure from the government. Okay. I don't want to, uh, I'm not holding my breath on uh, Chinese uh, piling in the Bitcoin because they read about it in the communist committee newspaper. It is newsworthy to, to bring it up though. We shall see. Don't hold your breath about China and Bitcoin. Don't, don't get into Bitcoin because you think, uh, it's it's the, the next big thing in China. That that's not a good reason to get into Bitcoin. It will be big in China eventually, uh, but it's not a re it's it's something that you should already account for in the future. And again, you're a long term thinker, so don't get into Bitcoin because you think it's going to be big in China tomorrow or, or or in a month. That's that's not that short term thinking. It will happen eventually, and people love to blow these things out of proportion. 
Bobby Lee in the interview actually says he doesn't hold his breath on anything when, when, when China makes an announcement. It's you never know how long it's going to actually take to be a reality. Uh, and here, so in my title, there's all this cool Lightning Network stuff that I stumbled upon today. Okay, so this one is called Kumo Chat. Share anonymous self-destructing Bitcoin Lightning Network chat rooms with friends. Okay, so somehow you can do a Lightning Network paid for uh, ch chat room that gets erased. Your messages are never saved to a database. Will people pay for that? Hey. You're competing. You're not complaining. You're experimenting. You're innovating. This is an interesting thing. Maybe we'll just look back on this as some quirky little thing from the past. Um, but maybe this will be very innovative, and, and this will be a, a lightning uh, a lightning network use case. You guys can play around with this Kumo chat. It is linked to below. Uh, all right. Before I go to what the lady said, the so-called lady, uh, let me say a a Alex. Uh, Alex Bosworth says, speaking of Lightning Network, to test the test of so, a social network is spam. Spam first test if anyone cares. No spam means a dead network. Spam then test if the network can regulate noise. Dice games on Bitcoin first show the network potential. That was spam. Careful mean pool changes uh, manage the problem. We'll see the same on Lightning Network. So people are going to spam Lightning Network eventually, and it will be a test. Okay? Thank you, Chair. Someone said thank you, Chairman G. All right. All right. Someone says, love JW. He's offering a bounty. Okay, he's offering a bounty on that uh, to, to help test it out. Good, good, good. You know, JW is a guy either you love or you hate. There, there's some, there are some haters and lovers of him out there. He's... He polarized. He's polarizing in many ways. He'll return to the show one of these days uh, soon enough. Uh, and, okay, so here's a little bit of uh, nonsense that's out there on Twitter, but it is, it makes you say, hmm, um, about this lady named Jessica Hoosman. Je Jessica Hoosman. And this is a quote from her, and it's a misguided quote, I would say. All I'm saying, ladies, is that if he brings up Bitcoin or blockchain unprompted in the first date, there shouldn't be a second. Oh, such a judgmental lady. Oh, sounds like someone you'd really want to spend time with, right? <laughs> so if a guy you know, brings up something he's interested in that could improve your life on the first or the second date, it, there shouldn't be a second. Yeah, that seems real. You seem to really grasp the Bitcoin concept well. I mean, she sounds a lot worse than the, the women that uh, well, that actually will just like you because you, you own Bitcoin. That just want to want to. I mean, she doesn't even understand that the benefits she can get from uh, leeching off of a, a, a wealthy Bitcoiner. This. Uh, I don't know. She just thinks, oh, it must be for dorks. Bitcoin, blockchain, don't want to be with a dork. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty uh, pretty high school-like on that lady's part. If I'm, if I'm interpreting this right, and who knows if I'm interpreting right, this right, because who knows what is in this lady's mind when she says something like that. <laughs> dump, dump him if he brings up Bitcoin. Oh, the first date, 
geez, so judgmental. And this is why it is great to be in the Bitcoin overlay where you can just, you don't have to appeal to people like this. You don't have to value your wealth in ladies like this because there are a lot of ladies like this. You don't know what mind games are going to be playing with you and what hoops you're going to have to jump through and uh, what ways they're going to say that you failed when you really succeeded. So, um, hey, and the great thing about the Bitcoin overlay, I'm sure there are plenty of nice ladies who would like to get into it. And if you do still like, I mean, if you still uh, are interested in, you know, dating and all that kind of stuff, hey, maybe you'll meet some some nice ladies. This clearly is not, this example right here, it doesn't seem like one a Bitcoiner would want to uh, be around at all. Wow. My God. It really reminds you not to value your wealth in ladies. In, in, like, yeah, in, in that type of stuff. And I know it's an extreme example, but hey, and the bottom line is value your wealth in Bitcoin. Someone's giving the PayPal headquarters address out here in San Jose. That's nice of you to do that. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. And that's going to be the last thing I talk about. I know that's in the uh, title, Stefan Molyneux and uh, what happened with uh, PayPal. He got banned by PayPal. And here, there is a, a podcast now. But I'm always trying to help hook a brother up here, okay? Lightning Junkies. All it is is a podcast about the Lightning Network. Now, that's, that's pretty big. And there are a lot of you Lightning Network freaks out there. So uh, the latest Lightning Network, uh, the latest uh, pod, episode 11, he says, posted on 11.11. Wow, so many 11s. It's, it's Veterans Day. Uh, of the podcast has been released. This time, we have Brian Trolls talking about why lightning sucks and why nobody should use it. Uh, we talk about arguments against Lightning Network, arguments for Lightning Network, Lightning Network, uh, dark net markets. All right, dude, you're in motion, Lightning Network junkies. I just heard about you. I'm spreading the word about you. There are all these people who love Lightning Network, so good for you. That's a little niche part of uh, Bitcoin, and then they got their stuff, their own podcast. Interesting stuff. All right. And he makes a good point. We're going to talk about it. Ethereum reminds me a lot of high school. Every few weeks, there's a new trend, and everybody has to do it. Otherwise, you're not cool, plus the drama. <laughs> that is it. I mean, that really is one interpretation of all this DeFi stuff. And this goes beyond Ethereum. I think in some of the more mainstream aspects of the cryptocurrency space, the, the ICO stuff, where the 80 percenters pile into, um, that it is a lot like high school. There's a new trend, and everybody has to do it. They have to be a part of this new trend. It's just, I, I, I got to wear the, 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 the new tennis shoes that are out. Everyone's got everyone's to have the new running shoes or whatever, whatever it is. I don't know what's cool in, in high school anymore. Who, who, the, the new iPhone, is that why kids have iPhones now in, in high school? Uh, but, and yeah, there, 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 there's always drama. But it is an interesting point that there is a lot in this space that is revolves around, and I mentioned this before, that's buzzword. It's just a bunch of buzzwords, and everybody's got to pile into those buzzwords to fit in. And to tell you the truth, um, you know, comparing to high school is, is, very, is a good comparison, too, because like it or not, some of the popular people uh, that, that live off of uh, the trends in high school, uh, they're pretty successful in high school in, in what they do in their high and uh, 
then, and, and then some of them, they, they become successful. I mean, there are people in life uh, that are totally fake and phony and into total this stuff that has very little meaning behind it, uh, very superficial, just like high school. And they base their whole uh, lives around it. And they're actually, uh, that model is successful. <laughs> it's unfortunate. The world it can be a sad, nasty place. Um, but, uh, and people make money off of them. So uh, this is where the big boys play, this uh, cryptocurrency space. You might not like ICOs. You might not like the theory type of stuff. You might not like the type of people that pile into it and just use buzzwords. Uh, but a lot of them do make money uh, off of it. Uh, should you uh, risk your uh, your precious Bitcoin with that stuff? Heck no! Pound that like button. But I'm just bringing up the the, the the high school comparison, dragging out, dragging out, dragging it out some more there. Now, speaking of all those buzzwords, Spencer, Spencer Noon, who is a guy who gets into this DeFi type of stuff, this uh, – this description that we just went into, the most compelling opportunity, and we're going to analyze this, the most compelling opportunity for DeFi in the near term might be banking the unbanked. Uh, but rat, excuse me, might not be banking the unbanked, but rather giving average people access to a complex suite of financial services that only millionaires and billionaires have had before. All right. So is that just a bunch of catchphrases and buzzwords or is there really something to that there? Um, is would it be good for regular people, just regular people uh, because of DeFi to have access to, to, to what millionaires and billionaires have only had before? Because there are some things that, well, for, first of all, Bitcoin, Bitcoin, not DeFi gets you access to something that millionaires and billionaires only had access to before, and that is the equivalent of, of being in on an IPO for something like Facebook or Google, okay? Th that's, that's what this is, and I, I said that in a show in uh, 20, late 2015 when I was in New Zealand, that get in now, this is like getting in on a Google or a Facebook IPO, pound that like button, it was $400 then, so yeah, it was exactly like that. So in that sense, uh, Bitcoin, it, is, it, it does that. It, it gets regular people uh, into something that millionaires and billionaires only were into before. But DeFi, they're talking about getting you into complex uh, complex financial mechanisms that maybe only billionaires and millionaires could understand before. And so is this DeFi going to get a lot of people into stuff that they have no business getting into at all? That they're gonna now. This is where the big boys play. So I say, let it, let them fail. I think there are gonna be a lot of people that are gonna get into this interest-bearing stuff, this loan type of stuff, uh, this ICO type of stuff that DeFi is gonna produce, and you know, let them produce what they're gonna produce, and they're gonna end up tremendous losers. And there's there's gonna be a lot of disappointment and a lot of anger. So yeah, it's nice. That uh, it's nice is going to bank the unbanked, apparently, uh, a buzzword. It's nice that it is going to give, give you a complex suite of financial services that only millionaires and billionaires had before. But will you be able to handle it? Will you be able to handle it is the question. Uh, so, all right. There was something – I had something else written down there that I cannot find. Uh 
I mean, is it and, and is it really necessary? I mean, this is a bigger question. Is it really necessary for regular people to have access to some of these things? Is it? I mean, it's not. I, I don't think they should be prevented from those things. But do regular people really need uh, to be gambling <laughs> when, when, when they don't? Uh, you know, there's certain things that millionaires and billionaires can partake in because they have money to lose. All right. Let's see, we have some, I see some people over there in the chat and I'm glad they're hearing me. And we're gonna get to Molyneux right now, actually. Okay, no, there's no, no one's asking a, a question in the proper Bitcoin Meister format. All right. And I think people are so, all right, so we're talking about uh, Stronghand. We're, we're, oh, also Mimble Wimble coin has an update. I linked to that below. I haven't read it yet, but today they're, uh, they went live. Uh, Mainnet went live. If you, I, I, you know, go to mwc.mw if you really want all the info on that. The big day for all us regular dudes who signed up for that airdrop is not November 11th, but December 11th, which is in a month. But if you really have questions and you really want to follow, it just, it's linked to below. Chris can answer your questions and all that stuff. I, I It is a pure crypto dividend to me uh, that we got. For, and it's great. We can turn it into Bitcoin. If, if you think of it otherwise and you're free to think of it, if you're an altcoiner or whatever, they're checking out all that stuff. Okay, so Newsweek has this article. Alt-writer alt YouTuber cut off from PayPal donations. PayPal is working to end their service for right-wing YouTuber Stefan Molyneux. Uh, now, there, there's a thread about this on Twitter that I actually didn't link to. I linked to just the article. But in the thread was like, oh, the, the, he'll, he'll get into Bitcoin and crypto now. Oh, guys, you guys are a little uh, behind the times. Stefan Molyneux has uh, held Bitcoin longer than I have. He's been into Bitcoin longer than I have. So he was prepared for something like this. He does not rely on PayPal so as much as others do, at least. So he, here, here's a situation. By the way, what got him kicked off, I'm, I'm going to quickly say this, in the article, the tweet that they showed that he had out there, it was not small, uh, not a good tweet of his, okay? He, he made a – and maybe there's an explanation for what he had there in this, this tweet – what he said it was a month ago i mean it was raw meat for anyone and for me too i i, I it's a questionable very questionable it, it's a, if he if it looks like what it is it was stupid it was a stupid tweet of his okay um they got him got him uh in trouble here with paypal but this was going to happen anyway now i don't agree with stefan molyneux on a lot of stuff including this tweet i mean this this is be especially if it really appears to be what it is he's he was not thinking it's just a foolish it's just a foolish thing you can check it out yourself uh but but beyond i did want to point that out i'm supporting the dude um because your worst enemies can be you know, i support people a lot worse than him first of all <laughs> um you know uh, in terms of their right to i support people with their right to say whatever they want to say okay and to be able to bring in to bring in uh to not get censored financially okay 
because I know if Bitcoin is truly uncensorable, that people that I am disgusted by will be able to use it and I won't be able to stop them. No one will be able to stop them. But this is a big test case in a way because Molyneux is going to continue after this. And the question is, will this wake up content creators to like, wait a second, Molyneux is doing fine. Why is he doing fine? Because he's had Bitcoin for a long time. He's had the setup. He has raised. Now, I don't know how much he has saved, but in like 500 Bitcoin, the equivalent of 500 Bitcoin in terms of because he gets altcoins also. I don't know his exact numbers, but I think he, he really over time has. And again, some of the donations came in 2012, 2013. Nevertheless, he has held some of it in theory. And he's raised like 500 Bitcoin, Litecoin, and oh, oh, Ethereum. He's got all sorts of addresses on there. So he's going to get through this uh, no matter what. And what I think this should be, no matter how ignorant his uh, tweet may have been, and again, I didn't see how it was fully, uh, you know, I didn't see everything around. Maybe it was taken out of context. It's hard to believe it was taken out of context. He's still around because the, the, clearly the article is, is celebrating in his, his, his demise and that he will be unable to raise any money anymore. Well, wait a second. Um, he's, he's still got those, uh, those Bitcoin addresses there. So maybe this will be the spark for some people out there to be like – and maybe they'll get people talking. Like the mainstream people will be like, wait a second. Why is he still operating? And then they'll say, what? It's Bitcoin. Oh, Bitcoin is for alt-right. Um so we shall see. We, we, we shall see what, what happens uh, with this. But I did, I did want to put that out there that PayPal is going to – and remind everyone that PayPal is going to get rid of – it's going to ban all sorts of people, people that you find a, a lot less offensive than, than uh, Molyneux. And the only way they will be able to continue to raise funds is through Bitcoin. And it's just a matter of time till people wake up to that. But I, I got to say, in the content creator community, the social media community, whether it be Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, uh, most people are, are blind to the, to the fact they're going to have to uh, pivot into, into uh, Bitcoin. They really don't get it, and they really don't think it's going to happen to them, some of the people. Uh, but, hey, they're not in motion yet. It will cost them. You got you to gotta hand uh, Molyneux. Uh, you got to give him some credit. He was in motion for quite some time preparing for this, and, he, and it's, it's all set up. So we shall see what this sparks and, and what, it, what it doesn't. I am, and, and people could just, you know, you can hate on PayPal as much as you want to. It's a waste of your time. Just get, get in the Bitcoin, value your wealth in Bitcoin, have your addresses uh, below your videos, below your content, like I do. You can see all my addresses listed below if you want to. Um, give up your precious Bitcoin, but I, I don't encourage people to do that. Um, I, I, you know, even if you have altcoins, I'd say just turn me to Bitcoin rather than give them to me. But some of you like to, which I appreciate. The biggest thing you can do for a guy like me who's already um, well off um, in terms of, you know, everything, uh, is just retweet the stuff. I really long run that pays me very well too. So uh, I don't want you, because a lot of people cannot afford to lose a, a penny this, these days or anything. And it's, it's better helping yourself than uh, giving your precious money and your precious Bitcoin away to me. But your time, you can spend five seconds, 10 seconds. I'd appreciate it, retweeting stuff and all that. All right, well, and, you know, Molyneux says something. <laughs> Molyneux talks about the, the social media aspect of things, but then he guilts people also into saying, you know, give me donations, um, you're, you're freeloading. I always say, keep on freeloading off of me. 
keep on freeloading. I love it. Freeload, just spread the, spread the word and freeload. That's fine with me. It's fine with me. All right. Uh, and Roman Q, we're gonna we're gonna end with his uh, question here. He says, "What Stefan said looks really bad. <laughs> yeah, it does. But Representative Omar has said much worse and gets no ban. Okay, that's that's a, that's a good point. Those of us in Bitcoin overlay are already prepared for the inevitable. Yeah. So and so this what you just said frustrates a lot of people, and I don't think people don't get frustrated because of that. You got to be in motion. Yeah, it's." PayPal can decide who their friends are and who their friends are not. Um, and and Representative Omar, who is I, – if she uses Bitcoin, I find her completely disgusting. If she starts to use Bitcoin for whatever reason, it's good for us. So that, that's I, – I have a positive spin on all this stuff. All right. I'm Adam Meister. Never buy fiat with your Bitcoin. Chester, that is a, that's a good saying right there. I am offended by selling. Pound out like button. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, the uh, Disrupt Meister. <laughs> There's the shirt again. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video. Check out the links below. Seriously, pound that like button and click on the squares. The most recent shows are up there. If, if, I, if this all turns out right, hopefully this does turn up all right, uh, despite the horrible upload uh, speeds, and hopefully you're going to hear, see the, the Bobby 